Beers and Referrals Networking Palooza is sponsored by Fidelity National Title Group, the nation's largest group of title insurance underwriters that collectively issue more title policies than any other title company in the United States. When you're ready to purchase title insurance, you know who to call. Yours truly, the coolest guy in title insurance. Check the show notes for my email address. Now let's start the show. What's up, everybody? We're coming to you from Hops here in Morristown. First ever episode that we have never done in the Spotlight Studios for the Morning Spotlight Podcast, but this is a special event we're doing live on scene. This will be our biggest as far as number of guests and longest as far as just total time that I have to talk to people uh, ever. So we're, again, setting records every week for the Morning Spotlight Podcast. We got Amy on the taps over there at the bar, uh, and we got my boy Greg Markowitz sitting with you right here. He's going to be our first guest, and there's a reason why he's our first guest today, because he is the founder of this Beers and Referrals group. This is the Networking Palooza event, right? The Networking Palooza Networking Palooza was the name we decided on. Yeah, Networking Palooza, I think, is a great name, (laughs) and I think that... You know, if it was fest, it just wouldn't have been as festive. You see what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did. I mean, yes, Mike, you won. You got Palooza. I, I heard, heard you bought some votes, but I did know, buy the votes. For I, I wanted Network Fest, but you know, maybe next quarter we'll, yeah. we'll put it to another vote. Well, if Palooza is successful, then it's always going to be. Palooza. Yes, fine, fair enough, yeah, fair enough, right. fair enough. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about beers and referrals as we kind of get into the night here. So we're we're starting a little bit early before everybody gets in here because of audio quality things. Um, but tell us about when Beers and Referrals started, how long it's been going, what the whole concept of the networking group is. Absolutely. So Beers and Referrals started two and a half years ago. Um, I found myself attending lots of random networking events. Um, you know, I, I felt like some were good, some were okay, some were just a complete waste of my time. I found that a lot of the groups that wanted you know, wanted you to join and come regular. It was too regular. It was every week. It was at six in the morning at a diner. You were paying eight hundred dollars for dues. It didn't make sense. So I decided with another gentleman uh, who used to be part of the group, uh, start our own. Uh, and listen, there was some there were some rocky points there in the begin very very beginning. We we tried getting uh, people from like Meetup.com. Man, do we have some characters off that thing? I would imagine. So uh, yes. yeah, I still have some blocked blocked uh, LinkedIn connections from that. Uh, <laughs> but overall, we, we figured out we figured out just some set ground rules, right? We don't believe in dues. We don't want to charge our members anything. We want them to just to want to come here. And we only meet the first and third Wednesdays of every month. There's not that pressure to come every week because I feel like you lose some of the quality and it, it just becomes a chore. It becomes more work. Yeah. We want this to be you know professional but fun at the same time. Yeah. Uh, finally, we meet at 6:30. Most of the time, most people are out of work. Um, at Hops in Morristown, that's been our spot. It's got the most uh, different kinds of craft beer in town. Yes. Uh, they, they've been great working with us uh, to help us kind of, you know, set in here, save spots, give us specials, whatever it may be. Um, and the last and final rule is we don't want any conflicts of interest, right? We want each member of the group to have a stake in their own business. Um, so th- those are really the rules. And that what's come from it is lots of collaboration. Lots of different referrals going back and forth, business getting done. Uh, but really, we become, you know, not just business partners and connections, but friends. Yeah. 
Right, and that's what I think is just so cool about the group. And we're going to talk a little bit about what you do now, but just so cool about the group is that it is, because it's so tight-knit, and we've been going with this. I mean, I've been a part of the group, I think, for a year and a half now, maybe more. Probably yeah, more. more than um, that. Yeah, probably pushing two years now, I would we'll think. We'll get you your two-year pen. Yeah, my As soon as we pen. start making it. Yeah, the button. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I think that I think that it's awesome, and I think that that's a, just a great um, it's a great group, and I'm just excited to be a part of it. So let's talk about uh, Breakthrough Digital. That's what you do. That's who you work for. Um, so what does Breakthrough Digital do? Yeah, so Breakthrough is a digital marketing agency. They help businesses navigate the complexities of digital marketing and show them how to use it to reach their goals. Whether your goal is to get the phone to ring, uh, sell products off your website, uh, schedule a demo, fill out an application. Whatever your main goals for your business, Breakthrough will help you get there. Awesome. So, like, what are there certain types of businesses that you work with? Yeah. We work with uh, every type of business. Uh, everyone from contractors, attorneys, higher education, real estate, restaurants, gyms, auto dealers, movie theaters, etc. And actually, Mike... A good amount of our business actually comes via other marketing agencies uh, that hire us to work on their own client projects. Yeah. 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 We always got a wrap delivered while we were giving that answer. Yeah. Yeah, it threw me off a little bit, but it yeah, wasn't ours. Is that your wrap? No, it's not my wrap. It's not my wrap. I got my wrap already. I was good. I'm good to go. Amy's wrap. It might be my second round wrap, possibly. But all right, so let's we'll get back, back on track here. Yeah. Uh, so what would differentiate Breakthrough from other digital agencies? I think that starts internally with the team we have. First of all, our company is built in a way where 75% of us are focused on client strategy uh, and service, and only 25% of us fall into that sales slash account management role. Uh, we live by a set of core values uh, that allows us to work together seamlessly. Positive attitude, caring about your team, contribution, communication, and trust are all values that we not only preach, but practice at Breakthrough on a daily basis. Yep. Uh, when you really buy into these things, it allows you to say yes to more clients. Yeah. So yes to all budgets, yes to all types of clients, yes to powerful campaign results, yes to quality campaign service and support, and yes to breaking through your goals. Yeah, awesome. No, I think that's I think it's great. And you know, I, we're gonna get here to our next guest here in a minute. Um, but just want to thank you for putting the event on, getting it all set up, doing what you do, running the. I mean, you're here every other week, basically, first and third Wednesday. So like every other week, give or take, you know, running the running the group, getting everybody sticking everybody together. And like you said at the beginning, it was a little touch and go with some of the people, you know, like people coming in, coming out. But then now we got this like great group, and it's just been going for so long. So I really appreciate it, and um, excited to kind of see where the rest of the night goes. So. Yeah, Mike, listen, thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the night as well. Awesome, man. I'm gonna get you another beer, though. Oh, thank you. All I right. appreciate that. Yeah, awesome. All right, so now we gotta wait for our next guest, my oh. boy Johnny O'Doul. His clock is ticking. <laughs> I'll go get him. Hold on. Yeah, we're just gonna sit here and I'm just gonna talk to myself while we're waiting for Johnny. He's the one that was waiting for his time slot for the longest, and now that it's actually his time slot, he's MIA. But he's networking. He's networking. And he's just taking his sweet time to get over here. So, we're just hanging out. We're waiting for Johnny. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Hey, John. Welcome. What we're is in. up? We're How in. Are we're you? going. We're, there's no... We're, I, we're your, live. It's your time, your time was 6.10. It's 6.11. You're late. So you already lost a minute. But Greg, Greg screwed me up. 
Well, you didn't lose a minute. You did lose a minute. But anyway, so what's up, man? How's it going? Pretty good, man. Good to be here. Happy. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, you're like a, a member, like a diehard from the very beginning. Like, you're a rock. You're a pillar of this community, which is terrifying. But <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always so pumped when I see you at one of these events because you're just a fun, you're a fun guy. I am. I feel a little OG-ish. You are so. OG. Yeah, definitely OG. So tell me, tell the people what it is that you do. Yeah, so I'm in employee benefits or human capital management. Um, so I, essentially I love it. I've been, I've been doing it so long, not because I had to. It's, it's really a passion of mine. So I'm in, I'm in SHRM, Society for Human Resource Management. Um, locally, I'm in the Morris County chapter. And... So what I do is I walk into corporations and I meet with the director of HR, the CFO, and you know we're having strategic conversations. You know who are you looking to attract and retain? Who's your talent? So we have talent conversations, talent strategy conversations, um, conversations around culture and employee benefits. Um, so through me, I'm able to link it all together. Now the culture aspect's pretty cool. Yeah. So being in Sherm, been there forever, learned a lot at a time. The national level, the local level. Um, so there's, there's multiple generations in the workforce now. So we have the baby boomers down to X, Y, and Z. So each generation pretty much has their own needs. So I'm able to really map out for a corporation, hey, what kind of culture do you have to set to attract these people? Because yep. each one has their different needs. And then from there, we kind of work backwards, setting the culture, setting the employee benefit strategy so you can attract and retain the top talent. Yeah. So awesome. that's essentially what I do. No, that's great. So are there like specific types of businesses, size, industries, is anything like that? Yeah. So companies about organizations, so for-profit or non-profit, if they have 50 employees, they're about 500 uh, really looking to get introduced to the CFO or the director of HR. Um, anything in the logistical space. So from sourcing to manufacturing, distribution, trucking, warehousing, nonprofit, even in the media industry yeah. uh, as well. Right. Yeah, you're, the, you're like an agent. Not really. <laughs> I am not Johnny really. Agent. Johnny Agent. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny because when I was waiting, I, don't, I just did this so on accident. And this is funny, and I don't mean to take away from any of your time, but before, when I was waiting for you to come over here, and Greg was sitting here, and I said, we're waiting for Johnny O'Doul to get over here. <laughs> and, like, that's an inside joke that nobody else needs to know about. But, um, but yeah, no, I think this is great. So how do you like in the event so far? I mean, not everybody's here yet, but how are you feeling? Awesome. Can you get some business today? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, I'm a big media guy. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm actually a, a mem member of the Paley Center. Uh, love the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. so I'm putting it all together, and that's kind of like that's kind of this. So yeah. it's networking Palooza um, on a grand scale. So I'm excited, I'm excited for the crowd to come in, start networking, and right. uh, just doing what I do. Yeah, well, like I said at the beginning, as a pillar of this community, <laughs> you do what you do. So thanks, buddy. Absolutely, man. Thank you. It. Rock yeah. on. Have of a good course. one. Thank you. Thank you. What's up, my man? How's it going? Good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good, good. All right. So, welcome to the show. Thank you. We're just rolling. I mean, we're recording. I hope you know that. Like, we're, we're just going. I'm ready to go. Not, I'm not taking any <laughs> breaks until 730, and it's only 615. So, um, so, 
welcome. You Thank got you. the event going on, networking palooza. You got your name tag on. It's branded. Did you even notice that it was branded? It's got the beers no, and referrals. Actually. Oh, that's thing awesome. on there. Isn't that great? It's not just like some rinky dink. Hello, my name is. But they gave me a, a name tag, and my name is literally like on my shirt and my other shirt and my hat. Or whatever. <laughs> if somebody doesn't know who I am, then that's like a huge problem. Yeah, but, that, that is. Um, so tell tell the people that are listening. Tell them what you do, uh, who you work for, all that good stuff. Absolutely. So uh, Zachary Kramer with Progressive Payment Solutions, and what I do is merchant services and credit card processing. So any business either looking to sign up to take credit cards or looking to cut their credit card fees down, that's what we do here. Awesome. Very easy, simple, dry. Nothing nothing fancy. <laughs> no flash. No, no flash, flash. No flash. No, flash. <laughs> no nothing. So are there like different, uh, what kind of businesses would get something like this? Yeah. So typically when you think of credit card processing, you're going to think of, you know, your basic uh, retail or restaurant client, yeah. but that's actually not what we focus on. We focus on B2B and professional services. So we do a lot of wholesalers, manufacturers, distributors, law firms, accounting firms, and surprisingly a good amount of doctor's offices as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I never knew that. Like, you don't even think about that because when you first started talking about that in this group, I always just immediately go to like, oh, like when I go to the gas station, and I buy a Coke. Exactly. You know, like that's, that's what, what most people think. Yeah, you know, so. I like the scan. I like the scan. I'm not a chip guy. I like the scan card, but that's neither here nor there. So, <laughs> what, um, what exactly would be the benefit? I mean, we know what it is. Like, people can come in and use yeah. credit cards, but are there like further benefits than just actually like the actual transaction piece? Like, how does how do you how would you guys differentiate yourselves from yeah. other companies that do this? That's that's a better so question. you know that's a great question. And the truth is, our business is a commodity. Everybody does it. So, right. and the pricing is federally regulated. Yes, there are the processors that will do some sleazy things. Yeah. But for the most part, the pricing is typically the same. So how do we differentiate ourselves? We provide that extra level of customer service. That's really our focus. And we also provide a level of education to our clients yeah. because most people, are, they don't know what they're paying. They don't know what they're doing. They just It's like a phone bill. They get it in the mail and they throw it away. Right. And that's not what we want because yeah. there are so many different things that could happen in a credit card transaction, so many different fees. I just don't like to beat around the bush. I like to educate all of our clients. So yeah. that's, no, that's, that's really what we do. Yeah, no, it's very cool. And I, I think it's just like, I mean, I, I, to be honest, and I mean, I do a lot of networking events. I don't run across a lot of people that do what you do. So I commend you for getting out oh, here and mixing it up with the, <laughs> the commoners like us. But um, so what do you think of the event so far? That's the people still filtering in. But you're like a, you're a big part of the group. So let's talk about the group first, the yeah. beers and referrals group. So like, what attracted you to the group and why do you keep coming back? So I was actually invited uh, first by Catherine, um, and honestly, I keep coming back for the beer and for the conversation. Yes, the great group the of guys. It's fantastic. It's right? it's just a great group yeah. of guys here, yeah. and I I have had I have done some business with the group already. So yeah. I think I've been here around six months. So. It's a great group. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I'm excited recommend. about this. I mean, people are already starting to filter in now, which is great. Oh, yeah. um, I appreciate you jumping on here with us and talking about what you do and how you do it and all that kind of stuff. So Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. Anytime. Good to see Good you. Good to see you. All right. Now i got to find Thomas. Thank you. All right. That was Zach Kramer. So we've gone through Greg. We've gone through John Edwards. We've gone through Zach. Uh, we're going to get Thomas on here. Thomas is a special part of the event today, um, so we're going to bring him on and we're going to talk to him a little bit. 
Thomas, what's up, buddy? Yeah, coming right into the empty slot. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm gonna say. But... Well, we're already recording, so oh, okay. You're already saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go then. Yeah, no. Um, so Thomas Clark, Cinematrocity. Welcome. Thanks. As Thanks you could see, me. when I was trying to get this all set up, we just had to use your mic. Not that mine wasn't working, but because I think yours picks it up like all the way around. Ah, okay. I think that's what. So it sounds good, though. That's all. That yeah. Matters. No, it sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, awesome. the people at home that are listening. I know. It sounds good to them. <laughs> now there's really a little pressure matters. on me that the that it's this is your mic. Yeah. This will yeah. be the first time I've ever recorded an episode of my show without my mic. So right. I yeah. feel a little bit. I feel naked. I feel the pressure too. Right, as you should. <laughs> Um, but uh, so originally you were gonna do we just said like you slid into the empty slot here yeah but originally yeah. you were gonna do a slot towards the end of the uh, of the event because mm-hmm. you have a very specific job here at this event so what is that job yeah so um, I'm actually gonna be shooting a little bit of video around here at this at beers and referrals event for, for those listening I guess um, and that correlates with what I do. I do video production, so yeah, uh, kind of gonna show people, you know, what it's like here, what the vibe is like. Um, I think that'll go a long way in maybe attracting new members. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So, okay, we we touched on it. There's a reason why you're here and you're filming. But talk to us about cinematrocity and the type of work that you do. Yeah, so. Uh, as a whole, we do video production uh, specifically for businesses. So, really specialize in, in creating videos that are going to help sales processes that are kind of developed specifically for that. Um, so, kind of found that nice little niche. Now, in terms of like what videos we do, it's kind of been everything. So, it's been you know interviews, event videos, um, training videos. Really, whatever the video, whatever the business needs, um, we can kind of figure out how to adapt our strategy to to apply to to the specific needs of the uh, of the business. Yeah, no, it's cool, and like I've seen some of your stuff on LinkedIn and all that kind of stuff. And like, I'm excited for what you do here because this is like a, a new kind of thing. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 I, I can't say I've done too many videos of networking events. Right. I don't think so. anybody has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, but I think it'll be great because ever since I've been coming here, and I'm sure you know you've been coming here just as long. Yeah. There's a very specific vibe that I feel like you don't really get at other networking groups. That's true. So um, yeah. I you know that's that's kind of my goal is just to show that off and see if anyone can you know find that that's what they're looking for in a networking group. So right. So we'll see. Yeah. No, it's great. And, and talk to us about the group, because like you said, I mean, Greg and I were talking at the beginning here about how I think I've been coming probably, almost probably like two years now. Yeah. And you, basically the same thing for you, you may have started a little bit before me or right at the same time, whatever it is. Yeah. But talk to me about like uh, the benefits maybe that you've seen being a part of this group. Um, honestly, I think the biggest benefit is growing relationships that, you know, we get to meet twice a month. Um, I think a lot of people here are kind of eager to work together and want to work together. Um, And people also choose to come to this event. It's not like, you know, none of us are, you know, forced to be here, which is what I found with a lot of other groups where you'll get, you know, those people that are just there because their boss told them to go. Right. um, it's It's a good group of people kind of look out for each other i found you know a lot of great relationships now i know you know everybody pretty well so like you know i have no problem calling these people my friends so yeah. it's it's nice that way yeah i agree and it's like one of the things too like when we were going through um 
last year. And obviously we couldn't meet in person. We were doing all our stuff virtual. And like every single one of those events, whether it was one that I was hosting, one that Greg was hosting, one that Monica was hosting, like that night wound up being like not just in maybe an hour Zoom or an hour whatever. It was like a four or five hour ordeal. You know? Right, right. We just like, because we were, you know, we became friendly, like you said. I mean, I think that's because people want to do business with the people that they know, like, and trust. And the more we did that, the more we wanted to, you know, spread yeah. the business around a little bit. Yeah, and I think also it's just a group, like, we're all pretty like-minded. Like, I wouldn't say, you know, I feel like everyone's here, like I said, because they enjoy it. Um, and it's just like a very familiar group where, you know, you go to networking events and you're like, oh, that guy doesn't fit in here or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Here you don't really have that, which is which is kind of nice. Right. So no, I totally agree. So any cool stuff we can expect to see in this video? Special effects? <laughs> Are you gonna make me look thinner when you when you film on me over here? We can. Yeah, we can try to cross, try to make you look thinner. Yeah, we can. Do whatever effects. The, well, we'll do we'll do just effects on you, and everything else will just be completely normal. Yeah, normal. So, so like, I, I have to be the best of you. So you'll, yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. We'll make you look the best, and then everyone else. I mean, you got the spotlight on you. That's right. So yeah, I actually picked the fits great in really seat. well with the yeah. morning spotlight. The mo wow. Yeah. High five. Yes. Now it's the now it's the I don't even know the hops spotlight hops, or the corner the hops, spotlight. The hops light. The hops light. I don't no, know. That doesn't no. work. That doesn't work. I have to come up with something catchy for yeah. the next few. Yeah, we'll figure it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, buddy. All right. All right. Well, good luck with the video. And yeah, good luck yeah. With the cinematrocity stuff. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for having me, and best of luck with the rest of your uh, interviews. Thank you. Tonight. Thank you. We're four in. We're we're going strong. And now I need Dan Long. Did Dan you get Long. me, Dan Long? I'll send him over. Awesome. Right. Thank you. All right. That was Thomas Clark. Thomas Clark, Cinematrocity. So, so far, just to recap, we've had Greg Markowitz, who is the founder of the group. We've had John Edwards. We had Zach Kramer. We just had Thomas Clark. And stepping up to the microphone is my man, Dan Long. Best left-handed golfer I've ever seen in my life. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Thank you for talking me up. Yeah, of course. You know, there's a lot of good lefties out there, you know, Phil being one of them. But I would have to say, I hope I'm up there in the top five with them. Top five lefty golfers, maybe of all time. Perhaps of all time. Perhaps. At least in the 21st century. Yeah, right. Yeah. Of your generation, I would say, probably. Yeah. So, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. It's, uh, it's such a pleasure to be here and be on the spot podcast. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, so, we're, I'm just rolling. So, you guys have it like the easy ones. You get like a little five minute thing. But I got to talk to everybody. And I got to be like changing and listening to everybody. It's, I hear you. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Well, we should definitely maximize our time together. Yes, let's do that. So, tell me who you work for. I mean, I know, but the people don't. Who you work for, what do you do, all that good stuff. Well, it's a good question, and thank you for asking. So, my name is Dan Long. I'm a certified financial planner with a firm called Mendham Capital Management. When you're a financial planning firm in the independent side, oftentimes you associate yourself with a broker-dealer. We partner with Raymond James, and their main responsibility is to help financial planning firms like ours. And we're actually a group of five, so as opposed to most firms where everyone has their desk and their phone by themselves, we actually work as a team together. So we're highly focused on working as a team together to help you reach your goals. And we take a pretty broad view in our responsibilities. And what I mean by that is if you need help with retirement planning, insurance planning, college planning, even review of your employee benefits, we can even help you tell you if you should lease or finance a car. We take a pretty broad view in our responsibilities. And we know our limitations, and if we have to refer to other professionals like CPAs and attorneys, we have a pretty, pretty big Rolodex. And so that's, that's what we do. 
and you know we really like to partner with people like in, in, in families, executives, entrepreneurs, business owners. We like to say like our, our average client is like the millionaire next door, and we enjoy working with people like that. Right. So that's that's the bulk of what what we do at, at our practice. Yeah, I don't think I would be the millionaire next door. I'm not even the millionaire, you know, wherever. <laughs> but but so give me give us like a func- some functional advice, like if just a, a basic tip, financial tip that most people don't do that they probably should be doing. Well, we have to review each year how much you're putting towards your retirement plans and what's the ultimate goal. Like, we're young professionals and most of us here are young. We eventually want to retire and we have to take proactive decisions now. And if you think about it, the earlier you start contributing towards retirement, the more successful the outcome is and the less burden that you put on yourself later in life. And what I mean by that is if you focus on compounding your returns and focus on contributing regularly to your 401k plan, or if you're self-employed taking advantage of other vehicles, the picture becomes really nice if you look at a long-term perspective. What happens is when people start focusing on these type of things at age 40 and 50, they're kind of behind the eight ball. But if you can get and have a really nice plan and really focus on the long-term and have that plan, you know, the picture would be really nice and you can kick your feet up and on the beach at an earlier date. Yeah. And you seem like someone who would like to kick your your feet up eventually. So I'm sure you could appreciate yeah. that sort of that sort of endeavor. Well of course. I mean I generally don't have any problem just kicking my feet up now. <laughs> uh, in the future it would be, you know, much nicer to not have to worry about anything and kick my feet up that way. But I totally understand what you're saying. But um, so yes, I mean like you've been a big part of the group over for a long period of time now. So, like 30 seconds, tell us like uh, how, what you think of beers and referrals, why you keep coming back, tell us about that. That's a, a really good question, Mike. So, uh, you know, in my other time, I actually chaired the Young Professional Committee of the Morris County Chamber of Commerce. It's a great networking group, and we have a lot of professionals, and we built a lot of good personal and professional uh, friendships through that. And I found that it's a really nice group. But what I like about this group, it's a lot more personal in nature. And what I mean by that is we can just grab a beer, we can catch up. And most of us are friends at this point. I mean, most of us know each other fairly well. And there's really no cost and barriers to entry. We're really just showing up here for the right reasons. Yeah. No one's forcing us to come here. No company's forcing us to come here through undue, undue course. But we're really just showing up here to have a beer and have a good time. And... You know, there's not necessarily the impetus of here, we need business and we need to exchange business. That's, you know, how can we benefit each other? How can we be a resource to each other? Because at the end of the day, like, we're all young professionals. We're all trying to grow and be leaders in the community. And groups like this, it's perfect. You know, you can you can make friends and have a good time. And if business gets exchanged, I think everyone benefits from that. Awesome. Well said. Great. That's the best, uh, what do you call that? Uh, review of beers and referrals that we've gotten so far. So I appreciate that. Um, unfortunately, we could probably talk even longer. Just like I could talk with anybody here. Even we could talk all day about golf. All day, yeah. Our swings, how good they are. Or how bad they are. Or how bad they are. Depending on the shot. Some good shots, some bad shots. But that's what golf is, right? So, Danny, I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, if Mike. If you could send us Brian. You know Brian. I know Brian very well. He's the worst it's right-handed golfer I've ever seen. The worst right-handed, right-handed golfer, but a fantastic <laughs> gentleman. And fantastic gentleman. Yes, absolutely. All right, he was ready. This is the first time we've had somebody that's actually ready when it's their time. I was watching. I know. You came literally running across the I don't want to lose my golf buddy. Like, there's a lot on the line here. (laughs) There is a lot on the line here. Um, We were just talking about how Dan is the best best left-handed golfer I think I've seen. 
and that you may be the worst right-handed golfer I've ever seen. Sarcasm. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> Brian's a very good golfer. If you need somebody to play golf with, ask Brian. Yeah, you, could mean, ask, you could ask me, but I'm, you know, I'm more of like the, the fun social golfer, and you're like an actual golfer. With also. a little social in there, too. Social. I enjoy yeah. You're not, not social. Yeah. You have to stay hydrated in the you golf course. You have to stay hydrated, of yeah. course. So, yeah. Brian Seaback, you're here yes. on the Morning Spotlight as part of the bigger networking palooza, whatever we have going on here. Um, so tell us what it is that you do, who you work for, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for having us. Of course. Um, this is an awesome event. My name's Brian Seaback. I'm your fun, energetic CPA. Do everything from tax returns to bookkeeping for small business owners, especially helping out during the pandemic with all the PPP loans, SBA guidance, keeping business owners in business so we can thrive again when everything reopens fully. I mean, I hope that this whole Delta thing chills out. But, yeah, uh, that'll be great. Um, but we do everything. I mean, today we were working on tax resolution. Someone got a letter from an IRS and they forgot to report something on the taxes, doing it on TurboTax. He knew he was at fault, but we were helping him through it, writing yeah. a letter, you know, figuring all that out. So, uh, but we get we get the nickname Tax Wizard. Tax Wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Which I is like kind of cool. I like this T-shirt. Yeah. The T-shirt so. says, "Trust me, I'm an accountant." But which on I the back is, awesome. is actually kind of cool too. So. Not like a regular CPA firm. A cool CPA. I love that. And I mean, I kind of was kind of coming up with a, a fun logo, yeah. you, know, sl- sat, you know, some swag there, but um, we have a young team. Yeah. You know, we have, uh, right now we're a team of four, all of us are under 35, we got the right mindset, the efficiencies, the online, yeah. we're just with times, you know, like when you meet me, you're not like, oh, you're not like a CPA, I mentioned, you know, I knew, um, I don't have any papers on my desk. Yeah. Um, uh, and we try to in- institute our energy and our just new way of doing things into our daily processes, providing that expert you know, quality service and having fun while we're doing it. Yeah, no, I like that. And that's why I think we get along so well because we have similar mindsets on that. But um, I don't know if you mentioned this when you were talking and if you do, if you did, I apologize. But are you working mostly with like, uh, like just a solo guy like me? Is it businesses? Is it certain industries that you tend to focus yeah. in on? Yeah. Uh, so um, I inherited the business from my parents. So actually started in 1982, coming up on 40 years, which is cool. Um, So originally they started the firm doing individuals. You and I, 1040 tax return, nice and easy. But then everybody knows someone who has a small business, a little side gig here and there. Um, But in the last five years, we really targeted small business owners. um, Because they're like myself, right? Like the same struggles. Who's ordering the toner for the printer? Who's, Who's... ordering the insurance for workers' comp, payroll, this, that, and the other, and I saw a much bigger opportunity, especially I was a business owner, that I could help. So my target now, I like to talk to small business owners, but I will never turn away an individual Joe Schmo 1040 tax return, yeah. because some of them are the coolest people you'll meet. That's right. Um, less going on, you know, yeah. um, but I, I like to say between small business owners and your young individual, young professional, or anyone in between, yeah. you know, there's not really anyone we don't service, right. uh, but we do focus on the smaller side of things. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. You know. So as the event starts to fill up here, yeah. uh, we got Catherine walking over, and I know she's itching to get on this mic, but talk to us about the Beers and Referrals group, why you keep coming back, because obviously everybody that's on the show today is somebody that's like a diehard Beers and Referrals person. So why why do you keep coming back to this? Well, the number one reason is the great beer. I mean, exactly. you have 20 craft beers on tap. How could you beat that? Uh, but also the 20 great people that keep coming week every other week, you know? Yes. I mean... Morris County Chamber, you know, kind of stemmed this, right? If a lot of people were members there, they went virtual, and we had to do something in person. Yeah. So what's better than on a Wednesday night getting together with great people and great beer? Yeah, you right. Know? Get some great and people, drink some yeah. beers, make some referrals. Get you out of the house. the name. Right, yeah. right. And I love it. 
So it's a win-win for everyone, and this has just grown into something great, and can't, can't wait to keep doing it. Yeah, know? me too. No, I'm excited. I, and it's just been like, I really enjoyed getting to meet you and everybody else here. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, I'm excited. We're playing golf on Monday, the yeah. Monday before this episode actually drops. So I'll, maybe I'll put a post up on like how we actually did on the golf on Monday yeah. when I put the post up on nice. Tuesday. Nice. I think we'll do something like that. So I'll post like our scores. Yeah, something. We'll, or we'll make them up, you know? Yeah, we'll make, we'll make us look like really good golf. It's a gentleman's yeah. game. It's a gentleman's <laughs> game. All right, buddy. Cool. It was good to see you. Yeah, thank I'm you. Sure I'll mix up with you a little bit Absolutely. later. But uh, enjoy. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll see yeah, you soon. Best. See you. Thank awesome. you. Of course. All right. That was Brian Seaback. Now stepping up in the, to the mic with a flashy red blazer and a, and a great pin. I like that pin. Is that a pin? Thank you. Yes. That's a pin. Brooch, Brooch. pin. That's what I meant. I couldn't think of that off the top of my head. But I've been talking so much so far that I just, you know, couldn't think of it off the top of my head. So, Catherine Rabinus, welcome. Thank you. Oh, we're going. I don't know if Good. you do that. No, we're going. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, we're going. Let's do it. All right. So, tell us what you do and tell us who you work for. The basics. We'll start with the basics and then we'll build from there. Okay. So, I saved the world, which I've been doing since I was 22. Yeah. Uh, but I do it a little bit differently than most. I'm a, an independent financial advisor. And I specialize in guarantees, so protection, life insurance, long-term care insurance, um, annuities, you know, retirement planning, that sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, like I said, I'm independent, so I don't really work for anyone. I broker 50 or 60 different companies. Gotcha. Whichever's going to be the right fit, that's who I'm going to select for my clients. Yeah. Awesome. So, do you have a fun fact of the day for this podcast? I always have a fun fact for oh the day. Oh my god. So, the people that don't know, every time we do this group, and we have to go around and say who we are, what we do, all that, you know, whatever stuff, but then you always bring it with a fun fact of the day. I do have a fun fact and, for and the day. somehow you're able to weave this thing together and tie it back into what you actually do. So, tell us what it is that you do. I or, will... You know, I mean, your fun fact. The fun fact. So, the fun fact for today is um, about sliced bread. Okay. The Chillicothe Baking Company developed sliced bread here in the U.S. in Missouri in the early 1920s, and that was the first time that sliced bread was ever sold. Before that, things were said to have been, you know, the best thing since sliced bread. Before yeah. that, it was the best thing since bagged bread. Yeah. Because it used to just come... In a bag. Out of no before oh. it before it came oh, in a bag, a bag, you would just take it out bread. of the yeah. It was just bread. You would hold it yeah. right. So why is that important? Let's, right. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, there is um, a type of insurance that most people don't understand very well. It is a kind of life insurance. It builds equity. It's like having a savings account within your life insurance, so that you know while you're protecting those you love in the event that you pass, right? They're still covered, but if you need quick cash for anything, mortgage, new car, college funding, whatever it is, right? You have a pool of cash sitting in your policy, which I like to think of as the best thing since sliced bread. Love it, love it. And it's amazing that you always have like these cool things. I try. To bring to the table. Only because of this group, yes. I need to elevate. Right. Talk to us about the group real quick. So this what, is a great group. Yeah. 
you've been coming for a year, right? Two. More? Yeah, two. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, almost two. Almost two. I think yeah, I'm almost two. two as well. I keep forgetting um, how long. Like, last year doesn't count. Well, so that's why I always think it's like one, but I just forget. Definitely since COVID, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but even before that, when it was online, I was yep. participating. Yeah, it's a great group. Uh, there are very high-level, you know, professionals, um, almost all of whom I would recommend to my own clients, and I have. Yeah. You know, and I have made those introductions, and they've worked out really well. I haven't been disappointed. So because this group is held to a higher standard, I feel I need to up my game and bring a fact of the day that I can always tie in. Yeah, you got to bring it. You got it, right? You got it. So um, before we run out of time, and I want to make sure I ask this question because I had it in my head before I asked about the group. So are there specific types of people? Are they like um, people my age, older people? How does that work? Okay. I generally work with uh, women in transition, so new marriage, new baby, new house, new job, divorce, whatever it is, right? I also work with families because they have a lot of needs that need to be addressed. And you know, most of the time, right, you're trying to get all your stuff done and life gets in the way. So I make sure that those parts of life that we're getting in the way, don't, because I've covered them for you. And then with retirees or people approaching retirement, to make sure that they will be able to keep the majority of what they've saved and use it the way they want. So those are the main groups that I I work with. But I can work with anybody. Right. You can work with anybody, but everybody has like their little... Business owners are a whole separate niche, and I do a lot of that, but that's a whole separate... We don't have time for that. Yeah, we don't have time. But, no, this has been great, and I appreciate you bringing a fun fact of the day. Um, This has been awesome. So, the event's already pretty full now, so why don't you get back in there and mix it up with everybody. Thank you so much. And go make it some business. All right. All right. All right. Stepping back, back up to the Morning Spotlight mics is Monica Demma, the first familiar face that we've had. Actually, Greg, this is technically a familiar face. This is now technically your fourth time on this. I think it's best. This iteration of the show. All right. Not the original show. Not the OG. No, not the OG. We only count. The OG is like its own thing. And then since July, I think this is your fourth time. But if you want to count it, we can say five. So this is your fifth anniversary on the Morning Spotlight. Fifth episode. Fifth yeah. not, not anniversary. No, but I will be around for your fifth anniversary because well, I feel like yeah. this is a never-ending podcast. It's literally never-ending. Like yeah. this one I'm doing right now. I've literally been talking non-stop since 6 o'clock. Do you need a drink? Uh, I will. But let's do, let's do your stuff first. Okay. So, Monica Devlin, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Michael. If people are somehow unaware of what you do, let's fill them back in. Yeah. So, what do you do? So, I do many things for many different types of clients. The, the gist of it is it's content marketing. That puts the user first and then all the analytics with Google second so that it's a great user experience and people are more inclined to engage with the content or the product. Um, They will be more likely to make a sale or make a phone call to make a sale eventually. Um, And it's just really exciting and fun because the the digital space just keeps changing. Month to month, you know, with different Google updates and year to year with different types of social media coming out. Yeah. Are there like uh, specific types of businesses that you work with, or is it just anybody like that needs help in that space? So I like to work with interesting people, and that I mean, I'm at the point where I get to be a little bit more um, selective of who I work with. So I like to work with different life science companies, IT software kind of companies. Um, basically super nerds, just like myself. Okay. But also I have a lot of retail and e-tail clients, um, 
um, I even have some lawyers and doctors sprinkled in just for fun, as well as college institutions. Um, but it's more uh, what fills my bucket, what do I enjoy doing, because then I'll do even better of a job for my clients if yeah. I can respect and appreciate what they do. Right. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's well said. Um, so talk to us a little bit about the group, because you've been coming for yeah. since like the... I'm an OG. Like literally. So, so I mean, we had Greg on, obviously, and yeah. he you know, started it. And then we had John. Yes. And obviously, I think I think John counts as an OG. He's he's comes with the bar. I think. He's, he's the OEST of G's. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, and then also you. Yeah. So I was the first female member of Beer and Referrals Networking Group, which I actually want to rebrand to Bourbon Beer Bros and Broads. I like that. Um, I like yeah, that a lot better. Yeah. TM. Yeah, TM. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to Paul about that. Um, but it's it's been an interesting group because it was about five or six of us kind of in a, a desolate bar, and then all of a sudden people were dropping out. Random people were showing up. So we decided to create some kind of a structure where we are now meeting on the first and third Wednesdays of the month. There can be no um, overlap in skill set. Even if your company kind of does what another company does, you just stay in your lane. Yeah. Um, and everybody's been really respectful, and it's what I like to call organic networking because I know most people in the group I would hands down want to be friends with. So, of course, I would also want to refer business to them and see yeah. them succeed. Right. No, yeah. that's what we were saying with Thomas. You know, like he was talking about how everybody seems to be very friendly. Yeah. Which really sets the group apart. Yes. Um, and then, but that's like the no like and trust thing. You say that all the time. I do. Everybody says that all the time. Yeah. I've always heard it from you. So maybe you coined that phrase, I think. I'm well, not sure. I, I like to think that I, I helped you learn that phrase. You did. Now everybody knows you, likes you, and trusts you to be exactly. their right. coolest guy and title insurance. Well, that's, yeah, I know. I appreciate that. Yeah. Nobody's given me a compliment so far. I mean, I'm, unbelievable. you're welcome. Unbelievable. We're 45, 40 minutes into this thing. That's the first compliment I've got. So um, what are some... Uh, Giving like goals for MBA, like what are some things that you're hoping to accomplish yeah. soon? So I would love to have two to three more um, high value clients, and I define that as people who want us to take on all of their content marketing needs, not just one or two things, which is what we do for smaller companies. Yeah. Um, but really, we want to get in it a little bit more. Um, it obviously helps the employer save a whole lot of money because they don't have the headcount, but they get all the content kind of wrapped up in a bow ready for them to use for that quarter. Um, and it's it's just a great process, and people are starting to understand it more now than ever because of COVID. They want to be online. They want to be found. They want to be in front of their ideal clients, um, and it works out with what I do and what they need. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. OG of Beers and Referrals here at Networking Palooza. There's a lot of people here. There's, I would say, 55 right now. There's probably 55 people here. How many, you said, how many did Greg say that responded to LinkedIn? 180. Like, yeah, I don't think we're going to get to 180, but 55 is really good for the first ever big I would Palooza. say so, and it's only 645. Right, 645, there's 55 people here. Yeah. And that's just, that just works out and great. And it's going to keep on coming. Keep on coming. But, Monica, thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. Always good to have you on the show. Hopefully we can have you back soon. Yes. And, uh, Look forward to it. Yeah, me too. Good luck tonight. Thank good. you. All right, that was Monica Demma. Now stepping up to the mic is my man, Dr. Dave. Dr. Dave, welcome to the Morning Spotlight as part of the networking palooza here. Uh, welcome. Appreciate it, man. I went to a networking event last night, and I invited a few people here tonight to come. They're here. Yeah, and next thing you know, you know, Mike, literally people I met last night, people in our group here, already do business with them. They're like, oh my God, have you met Dr. Dave? No, have you met you? Like, and to hear that synergy already, to get that validation through another business source, 
That's the whole point of networking. And yeah. so it's all, this, this event's already been a success. I've been here for less than 15 minutes. Exactly. We were just talking about how it's, it's 6.45, 6.47 right now. There's probably 55 people here, yep. and it's just, we're crushing it. I was outside doing a conference call, and I had direct at least eight people how to get back here. Yeah. It was a little confusing, but you know, now like, okay, now we know how to get here. Yeah, right. I had to explain to some of my friends that I invited, you know, like, they're like, where the hell is Ops? Yeah. I'm like, well, you got to in front, go to the back, go to whatever. But, all right, you're, so you're here. I don't want to waste any of your precious time that we have here on the show. So, Dr. David Kunick, tell us, tell the people what you do. I have an investor relations advisory company. And what we do is we focus on cannabis, a.k.a. marijuana, a.k.a. weed, whatever you want to call it, that's what we focus on. So if you're someone that wants to get involved in the cannabis sector, give us a call. We can help you with that, whether that's business advice, how to do your pitch deck, how to raise money, or the latter part is if you're looking at someone that wants to get involved in cannabis, we can show you what are some good deals out there and make sure you don't throw away your money. Right. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of bad deals in cannabis. But we've been in the industry for over a decade. We have clients in over 30 states, and we also personally have started seven cannabis companies in five different states. Awesome. Yeah, so are you working with like uh, individual investors? Um, like, like what, what makes cannabis, forget the individual investors question, that was a terrible question. What makes cannabis a good investment? Because like, I think people maybe get scared off of it because it's just, it's so new, people don't know a ton about it. Talk to us a little bit about that. Great question, simple answer. It's the only industry for the last 10 plus years that has increased in revenue by over 125% for over 10 years in a row. Not real estate, not the market. The next part is, is I believe the stat is, six out of every 10 Americans now live in a state that has a cannabis law for medical or recreational. The other thing is too, when a pandemic occurs, but as well, drugs and alcohol. I hate to say that, but at the end of the day, campus is not going anywhere. Yep. 38 states have this. And when you look at where the industry is going, now you're just waiting for the big banks to get involved, the big corporations getting involved. So at the end of the day, if you're an individual who wants to invest in cannabis, there's still opportunities, but that window is getting smaller and right. smaller and smaller. Yeah, so talk to us about that, like the future of it. You know, I mean, like, because right now, it's it almost, to me, and as an outsider that does not invest in cannabis, not that I wouldn't, but just I just don't, unless I am. But like, it just seems like the Wild West almost, because it's like certain states it's legalized, certain states it's not legalized. So, like, how do you differentiate yourself when you're speaking to these investors on how to make them feel comfortable putting their money behind you and getting it into cannabis? So, so the, the, for a great question, and at the end of the day, it comes down to vetting processes. Last year, we reviewed over 400 plus deals. There's only 16 that we liked. Okay, taking another step, for, another step further is that it's about what are your goals? Can you, can you wait five years to make your money back? Are you trying to make your money back in less than two years? How much return on investment are you looking for? And that really determines what you want to do. You know, some people want huge, huge gains. Well, there's sometimes huge, huge risk. If you want to make maybe 30 or 40 percent in the course of a year or two, there are other deals you can do with that as well also. Right. But I'm not going to lie, even if you still make 30 percent in less than a year and a half or so, it's still a great return. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds great. Yeah. And I know that you always get very passionate talking about it. You have your green nugget tips on yep. LinkedIn, which right. I think are phenomenal. Just because, like, I mean, I don't even listen to all of them. I just love the green nugget tip. I think that that's fantastic. Just branding one-on-one. Um, so talk to us a little bit about the group, uh, why you keep coming back to the group. Talk to us a little bit about that, um, just because I want to make sure we touch on that a little bit too. Yeah, definitely. So 
for beers and referrals, one, I live in Morristown. Didn't, had no idea this group even existed. Yeah. And it was actually through uh, Monica Dima, uh, who I knew through Morristown High Chamber of Commerce. I saw her post something on LinkedIn, and I'm like, hey, this is really interesting. Could I maybe join? Then from there, I met Greg. From there, interesting enough, I knew other people in the group already. And it was just a natural fit. And the other thing is, too, is that it's a very laid-back environment where you get out what you put in. Yeah. If you just want to come have a beer and shoot the shit, then that's all you're going to do. No problem. You want to come shoot the shit, talk some business, maybe do a one-to-one before or after the meeting, now you have a reason to come on out. So that's where, for me, why I keep coming back. Awesome. I love it. And the event's popping off right now. we got a whole bunch of people here. Um, so we're going to let you get back in there, mix it up with the people. Yep. And I appreciate you coming on. It's always great to see you. I always love our conversations. We've gotten even nightcaps after these events uh, in the past. Yep, that's uh, correct. Maybe this is one of those nights. I'm not sure. We'll Thank you so much, Mike. Hey, right, good luck, man. I appreciate Thanks, you having Dave. me. I appreciate it. All right. Also, now we need Mark Mustachio, who I, literally there's so many people here, I can't see where Mark actually is. Uh, oh, here he is. He's, he's weaving through the crowd. He's coming in. Here he comes. Here I am. This great Mark Mustachio. What's going on, Mr. Michael Ham? How are you? What's up, my dude? How you doing? I'm doing really well. How was your birthday? It was fantastic. Thank you for asking. Thank you, Mike. I uh, I was very thrilled that we were able to create sort of like a Groundhog's Day Bill Murray moment. Yeah. Yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I hope was, it was the same for you. That was awesome. So cool. we're just sitting there. So for, for the people, yesterday. Gotta was tell my the birthday. people. Set, gotta tell set, the people. There's no inside set the scene here. Um, for the people, yesterday was my birthday. I was out with my girlfriend ish. We were at Revolution, just having a drink before we were gonna get dinner over at Grand Cafe. And we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear, "Yo, Mike Ham, happy birthday!" And it was you standing across the street, which I also find interesting because we had a conversation once at an event a while ago. That's right. Where you saw someone standing on a balcony that you thought was me. Yep. So were you, did you just say, "Screw it, I'm just gonna go for it"? I and it was, it was it was the back. So right. I, I saw your back. You know what? It was the beard. the beard. I saw the beard from across the street. It's iconic. It's part of the brand. It's part of the coolest. Man in title insurance. So it's the coolest beard in title insurance, coolest guy in title insurance. Yeah. It's just part of the whole package. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So let's tell the people what Mark Mustachio does. Let's hit him with the basics. Uh, so Mark Mustachio is a lifetime marketer. Uh, I work for Krauss Marketing. And we are an agency specializing in branding, website development, and digital marketing. So we build attractive brands for companies. We uh, develop websites to give them a great web presence. And we drive traffic to those websites using a proprietary five-prong approach to digital marketing. Love it. So people that have been listening to us from the start to now have listened to Greg. They've listened to Monica. Now they're at you. So can you do us a favor and maybe explain, because we've been talking about how there's like just one vertical for each one of these, uh, this, this group. So like why, what makes each one of you unique? So I focus on website design and development for the group. Um, and I do so because I find that uh, more often than not, uh, the biggest lacking piece of a company's marketing mix is the website. It's most often overlooked. I always tell people if I'm in a room full of pe- uh, uh, like networkers that if you go onto your website, nine out of 10 of you will find something wrong or inaccurate on your website today. Whether it's a service you no longer provide, a person who no longer works there, a typo. Uh, and I joke around and I'm like, that was your storefront. You clean your storefront every day. You make sure that the products are on the shelves in the right places. So why wouldn't you take that same sort of approach to your website? Right. And then you've heard me say in, in, in networking groups, 
Um, we all do a great job presenting ourselves and going out and introducing uh, our companies to other people, but once they get to our website, if, if, if that great introduction, that great first impression is lost on a poor user design or a poor user experience, you know, all that work you put in kind of goes to the wayside. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah all that legwork, when they actually want to go and like learn more or whatever, that looks like hell. Have you ever been to MorningSpotlight.com? I have. You have? Thoughts? I'll reserve my opinions for after the show. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think it's pretty good, just to be straight up. I think it's pretty good. I would do it on Squarespace, but that's, you know, I'm sure that's has its own thing. And see, and that's my point. So, so again, it, it serves its purpose for the time being. There yeah. might be a time when the morning spotlight grows to a point where the functionality on your current site will need to increase. Yeah. And I think at that point, Kraus Marketing would be like a good, or an agency like ours, could be a good partner for you. Well, you. I mean, that's why. If, if we ever get to that point, I'm calling you. Of course. You know. but, but again, it's priorities, and, and at a certain point, investing in a website becomes that priority. And until then, you know, keep in your back pocket. That's yeah. what I tell people. No, I love it. All right, so let's talk a little bit about, we've got this big event going on right now. Let's talk a little bit about the group, um, just as we kind of wrap up your time here. Absolutely. We've been doing that with everybody. Because everybody here, like we've been saying already, is like, everybody that's doing the show is like a diehard Beers and Referrals member. So talk to us about the group and why you keep coming back. So I love the group uh, mainly because it's it's organic. Uh, there's no commitments. Nobody's signing you up to go. So I feel like the people that attend uh, do so mainly because they want to. And I feel like uh, they're here for the right reasons. Um, there's a lot of good-natured, uh, good people that show up to this event. And I find that I, I, I learn a lot. I get a lot of great insights from individuals. So the referrals I've gotten, the introductions to potential business are great. But on top of that, I think... Um, being in a room full of people that are here because they want to be here, not because they're told to or because they're paying to do so, um, really just kind of increases the value that everybody gets out of it from a networking perspective. Yeah. Whether that's building relationships, learning, uh, or, or getting introductions to people who can help grow our businesses. Love it. Love it. Well, it's always great to see you. Thank you for the birthday shout out across South Street and North sure. yesterday. Let you get back in there and mix it up with the people. But Mark Pistachio, Cross Marketing. Michael Ham, Cool Sky and Title Insurance. Thank you, sir. Beers and Referrals Networking Palooza is sponsored by Breakthrough Digital, a full-service digital agency founded on years of experience and a heart to partner together with and empower real people to see the breakthrough they desire in their businesses online. Whether you're at the idea stage or a well-established brand, their experienced team is ready to work directly with you, bringing you the creative and innovative sales and marketing solutions you need. That's Breakthrough Digital. Now let's get back to the show. Dan Johnson in the chair. Couldn't find Caitlin Shaw, but we got Dan. That's maybe an upgrade, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see how I do. We're right? going to find out. Yeah. When Caitlin gets here, we'll find out even more. So, uh, Dan Johnson, welcome. Thank you. Good to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Uh, so, you actually have, you're like, could be a uniquely perfect candidate for an actual guest spot on the morning spotlight, which we'll have to revisit at a later date. But tell the people what it is that you do. So, I am an account supervisor with RNJ Strategic Community. We are a full-service commercial real estate firm uh, based in Bridgewater, New Jersey. Um, I lead our commercial real estate division. Um, so I, we work with developers, brokers, 
uh, service providers, construction firms, pretty much anyone involved in the commercial real estate industry um, to just tell their story. And we're laser focused on telling the, the brand story about what makes you special as a developer. In a state like New Jersey, every developer is you know super similar, it sounds like sometimes, and they all just build buildings and they have a lot of money. So what makes you special? What makes you uniquely qualified to build that building in Jersey City? Or what makes you uniquely qualified to figure out this complex financing package for this, this project that no one else can seem to figure out? So you know, using a variety of tactics, media relations, uh, social media, um, content marketing, anything like that. Um, we craft unique strategies for all of our clients to get the message out there and ensure that you know they're being positioned in the way that they're in front of the audience that they want to be in front of, and also that they're meeting their business goals. So talk to me a little bit about like so you're, you're talking um, is PR a good way to kind of is that a good yeah blanket term maybe PR is becoming uh, you know like PR is becoming marketing marketing is becoming PR they're right. all kind of merging together and you know I think back in the day you used to have a newspaper you take out an ad you have a yeah. building you take out an ad right. you put out a press release saying we have a building people read it and that's how it used to work it was very transactional um, but now it's about telling a story it's about what makes you interesting as a brand because. Consumers are looking deeper in the brands than they ever have, and you know you have you have a real opportunity now to tell your story because you know, with the local media being in the situation it is, where it's slowly it's changing so much and outlets are disappearing, you have an opportunity now to like really craft your own story and work with a firm like us. It allows you to to find those opportunities to get that story out there. So talk to me about like where you're telling the story. Is it is it like those ad type things, or is it like hey you're presenting to the town planning board? We gotta we gotta freshen up this image. Yeah. It's everything. I mean, we work with real estate companies that go, we're presenting this to a planning board tomorrow. Usually we find out when it's tomorrow. It's yeah, not like in a month. Yeah. Um, you know, we're gonna, there's going to be 300 people at the planning board meeting. What do we do? You know, like, they don't want affordable housing in their town. What do we do? We have to build affordable housing. So we come in and we help them craft messages. We help them better understand the landscape. You know, I think a lot of people assume that whatever project they have, they can kind of steamroll the opposition. Yeah. We've had clients within a six-hour period go from no opposition to a very organized opposition on social media where they had no you know, they had no idea this was happening and they had to pull their application at the last minute. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it's finding out where, where you need to tell your story. It's not just like an ad and a press release anymore. You know, yeah. like, advertising has its place, right. but if it's not part of a cohesive brand message, nobody people are going to see your ad and go, I don't know what that company does, why should I care what they do? Yeah. So. No, I love that. We're, we're definitely going to have to have you back on the show so we talk more about this. I think it's a, like, when you told me what you did for the first time, I was like, I didn't even know people like this existed in the real estate world, but apparently they do because you're sitting right here and we're talking <laughs> I'm about very it. real. Very real. <laughs> I can see it. Um, so tell us a little bit, so we've been doing this with everybody, not just like talk about what you do, but talk to us a little bit about the group, why you keep coming back, why you are like a, a keystone member of this group and why you're part of the show today. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I've been in a lot of networking groups um, and they all kind of have like that air of like super formality to them where you, you kind of feel like you're just, we're a lot of pressure. Um, here, all referrals kind of come about naturally. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of business from people that, you know, I wouldn't have met at a commercial real estate group, and now I'm using on commercial real estate projects. Right. Um, you know, people that are laser focused on, you know, real estate, like I might go to a real estate networking group and meet someone, but like, you know, the, the people I really want to meet are the ones that are like the service providers, you know, the people have podcasts, the people that do video work, yeah. you know, the people that have work, you know, have interesting kind of niche niches that I wouldn't find those other places. And you know, everyone in it, in the group is super friendly. I think, you yeah. know, it's, I've never felt 
like a pressure to like have a certain number of referrals. You know, I've been in groups like that where it's like if, you don't, if you're not referring, you're out of the group, um, and that's I don't want to deal with that. You know, like if, if it's just I can have four referrals in a month and then none for three months, but you know, I balance out. But it's, yeah. it's kind of it's nice from that perspective. So yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Um, so this event, I didn't I did not expect this event was going to be this big. Did you? No. Did you think? No. When Greg said 150 people replied to the thing. I was like, yeah, we're going to get the same 25 people yep. we get yeah. every week or every time we run the event. Yeah. And now here we are, and it's like popping off. Yeah, it's I'm like blown away, and it's a lot of people I've never seen before at another networking event. Usually, in my it's industry, like the, you go yeah, to the same the events, you see the same. You're like, I know that guy. I've never talked to that person before, but I know him. Um, but here, it's a whole different group of people I've never seen before. So yeah. it's really nice. Awesome. Yeah, love it. Well, yeah. I'm gonna let you get back in there. All right, and mix it up with the thing. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, it was good to see you. Yep. And like I said, we'll talk and we'll get you on the, on the awesome. show at a different time, and we'll do like a more deep dive, a deeper dive into what it is you do. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Mike. Hi, man. Thank you very good much. To see you. Of course. All right. Now stepping up to the mic. Is it your turn? It is your turn. Oh, it's Aton Tomah. I believe it is. It is your turn. So before I had to kick you out over here because you were talking too loud, I was trying to yeah. pass the mics. But now you have an opportunity to talk. So and then you tried stealing my food earlier. No, the guy walked over here. We're in the middle of so like I, I'm, I've been doing this for a while and I'm very comfortable. You know, even in this environment, I've never done a live show before, not like this. And I was like sitting in my office slash studio. <laughs> it's my bedroom and recording episodes. So like if something happens, I'm not gonna like freak out. And the guy came over with your rap, which I guess was your rap. And I already eaten my rap before we even started. And Greg was like, and I was like, no, it's over there. It's Just out. gotta make it part of the sketch. Exactly right. And We're live. I said it. To, I said it to him like, oh, you know, we get, you got a rap delivered during your segment here. And he was like, but whatever. So Aton Tamam, you're here to talk. So let's hear what it is that Aton does. Yeah, um, I'm from Midtown Commercial Realty. We're a full-service commercial real estate firm out of Short Hills, covering the entire state of New Jersey. My focus has been in retail. Um, I've been doing it for my whole career, even prior to getting my real estate license. My family has retail properties, so I started getting my feet wet involved in that. And then I decided to jump in, get my real estate license, and do it full-time. So. Awesome. So, uh, do you, what kind of... Maybe you said this in the answer, but what are the types of people that you work with? So, right now, one of our clients is actually Albertsons Supermarkets. We help them with their shopping centers in New Jersey where they hold the master leases. We help fill their vacancies on their troubled properties. Um, and then I also work with business owners trying to open up retail stores. So, it can be either side of the coin, whether it's the landlord dealing with some vacancies, businesses trying to open up spaces. Um, and then even the investors trying to buy retail properties. Yeah, awesome. So um, talk to me a little bit about like what, because obviously retail is like one of those ones where everyone talks about retail and they're like, Ooh, like retail's dying. But clearly it's not dying or you wouldn't have a job. So talk to us <laughs> a little bit about like maybe the future. Uh, like what, what, what do you see happening in that industry? Maybe some changes, maybe not the future. That would be hard to prognosticate. To tell people is with happened with COVID was adding fuel to an already burning fire in retail. Um, there were businesses that needed to innovate, and if they're not innovating, just like any industry, they're gonna die. And that's what happened with COVID. They weren't innovating, they weren't adapting with the times. COVID came and really just said, you know what, it's time for you to get out. 
But the businesses that survived are the innovators, the ones that are able to change with the times and create what I like to think what is going to make retail what it will be is a user experience. People aren't going to go somewhere if they're not going to experience something because they'd much rather sit on their phone and order whatever they can on their phone. I mean, that's the reason why Amazon's as big as it is. But there's a reason why, you know, I like to take a company like a suit supplier, in Indochino at the Short Hills Mall. They're a suit company. People go there and have a nice tailored experience to them where you go in, get a nice custom suit, measured and everything, something you can't do on your phone. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think also, too, is that, like, I think we, we've talked about retail a few times on, on the show, and I think that one of the things that I think that people miss out on is you said that one of your bigger clients, I guess, or one of your clients was the supermarkets. Yep. Like, people need food. People aren't going to all of a sudden just not need food. So, yes. like, that's, like, one spot that, that's why retail won't die. You need restaurants, you need food service places, you need barbershops, you know, I mean, maybe not me, but, you know, that's what you need, right? Well, yeah, I mean, grocery stores are going to be here. They are shifting to e-commerce, as you can see, like, Amazon bought out Whole Foods. There's, um... The name slipping my mind, but the uh, Instacart. People are ordering their groceries online still, but there's still groceries there, and there's still people that want to touch and feel what they're buying. I'm the type of guy that I'm going to sit there looking at the onions when I'm going grocery shopping. I'm going to wait for that perfect onion. But then you have other people that are cool with their misfit market and buy whatever the produce looks like. It is what it is. So people like to experience lift their hands and feel and touch what they're buying. So that's it's not going anywhere. It's here to stay. Yeah. But it's here to adapt, yeah, exactly. and I'm looking forward to that adaptation. Absolutely, me too. So, uh, before we send you off on your merry way, uh, back into the sea of people that are here at the it just keeps growing. Networking Palooza. I mean, it's just like every time I look up, every time I have a new person walk over, and I look up, I'm like, holy cow! Like, there's so many people in this event right now. Uh, so, talk to us about. I mean, you're a member of the group. Why do you keep coming back from the, to the group? Like, what, what keeps you coming back? The people. Um, that's what keeps it coming back to any networking group, is the people. People that you want to come and have a conversation with every week, every meeting, whenever it is. You don't want to go somewhere where you're going to have the same gray person, great people coming up to you, telling you what they do, and you know you're going to have a boring conversation. This group, you have a different conversation every week, you're entertained, you're enjoying yourself, and it's more than a networking group, it's like grabbing a drink every couple weeks with your friends. So that's yeah. what keeps me coming back. I 100% I agree with that. I look forward to these Wednesdays, because it's two times a month where I have an excuse to go have a drink with my friends, yep. and just go have some fun. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. So, and the uh, fact that there's no dues is an added bonus. That's another added bonus. So I just pay for my drinks, which could be ample. Yeah. But you got to network. I mean, I'm here for a while. I'm going to have a couple of drinks. It's a big deal. But, all right. Eight awesome. Time. My man. Mike, Good to see you. Thank you for coming. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Well, we just talked to Brian before. We were playing golf on Monday. Yes. So when this episode comes out, I'm thinking we're going to post, like, our scores. And I'll put that in quotes. Well... We'll we'll decide on Monday whether they're worth posting. (laughs) Right. All right, man. Good to see you. Thank you, Mike. Always a pleasure. Make some some business happen. Awesome. All right, man. Now we're going to take another quick break break before we get to Kim. Uh, So just hang tight, everybody, and we'll get back to you in just a couple seconds. Viewers and Referrals Networking Palooza is sponsored by Cinematrocity, an award-winning video production company that helps businesses increase conversions with high-performing video assets for web, social, marketing, and sales processes, all at super quick speeds and accessible pricing. 
Cinematrocity, Unleash the Power of Creation. Now let's get back to the show. All right, we're back. We got Kim Dobbs here with us. She's super excited. She's not nervous at all. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you were ready to go. You were ready to go right after um, Aton was done. And I was like, I gotta take a, gotta take a quick break. So maybe, maybe we ran a, an ad in there. Maybe for somebody, maybe for you. Um, but let's talk about Kim Dobbs. Let's talk about what it is that you do. And then we'll dive into it a little bit more. Okay. Um, Kim Dobbs. I'm with uh, Wiker Realtors in Mountain Lakes. I am, I work with buyers, sellers, or renters. Um, residential. And um, I guess the market is uh, still pretty crazy, but it's definitely slowing down. Um, I think it's slowing down to the point of how it's a normal summer before COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, but we're still seeing, you know, multiple offers. We're still seeing bidding wars. Um, so, on that side of it, you know, if the house is in, in a certain area and it's priced correctly, you're probably still going to see uh, multiple offers and bidding wars. So, yeah. it's definitely worth putting your, you know, like selling your house still at this time, even though it, there's a little slowdown. Yeah, it, it's still crazy because it's like, it's this rub, right? It's like you have people that want to sell their house and make as much money as they possibly can. They're going to get more, or at least maybe like definitely last summer, right. and definitely the beginning part of this summer. And then you have this other instance where like, yeah, you may sell your house now, but where are you going to go? Yeah. Like the inventory is so low right now that it's just so hard for people to actually yes. move, which yes. I think is just like creating like this suppression of transactions, maybe making it back to what a normal summer could look like. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, I was at an open house maybe two months ago, and um, I was talking to a gentleman that came in to look at the house, and I asked him, you know, if he rents or he sells, or he has a house, and he said he actually sold his house in December for well over what the uh, list price was, what the asking price was, and he was renting an apartment with his daughters because he knew that as time went on, he wasn't going to be able to get, he wasn't going to be able to capture that again. So there were people that were doing that, and there was a lot of people that were selling their homes and moving to a different state because they knew they really couldn't buy in Jersey because they'd be buying the same house just in a different area. So... Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, it's just been, I mean, obviously, it's a title insurance, so it's, I've seen it. Like, last year, our residential deals were just like, I mean, it was insane. Like, our yeah. residential readers were, like, inundated with work just because there was so much, so, so much happening in the market. Um, but uh, also tell us, like, do you have, like, a general region of New Jersey that you focus on? Is yes. the whole state? Is it northern New Jersey? Um, I generally do. Morris County, Sussex County, and, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of the other county. Um, Warren County? Compton Lakes. Oh, like, uh, Passaic? Passaic, thank Passaic you. <laughs> yeah. uh, generally those areas, but if you have, if anybody knows anybody that is in a different county or, like, say, down the shore, then we always do referrals, because there's so many Wiker um, yeah. agents around, so it, that's easy enough to get a referral. Yeah. Is it, has it been difficult? Uh, are, you, are you doing, like, a lot of listings, or are you doing a lot of seller or uh, buyer side stuff? Um, a lot of buyers. A lot of buyers. Uh, but, you know, we have the problem with, you work 
with a buyer and you know offer after offer after offer gets rejected because there's so many offers going in and there's a bidding war that some of them just decide look I don't we're gonna take a break because it's just it, it's too crazy out there and it gets very tiring and it's emotional yeah so I've had that happen a couple times where I'm gonna like pick it up again hopefully you know come this winter see right. how things are yeah um, but I have we have I think seen more inventory coming on yeah so which is a good thing like we I work with the Pier Hyatt selling team in uh, Mountain Lakes and our team has um, a good amount of inventory right now with homes that they're selling so you know that's a good sign yeah but no, it's, it's still definitely, a good sign. definitely a seller's market so oh, for sure yeah, that's the same <laughs> like we've had our first ever episode I'll just give you a story before we Like that's why we're here. It's so weird. I don't know why you would want to do that. But. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, Eric Anderson. Let's welcome go. to the show. Fun fact: that's my sister's fiance's name. It's but a, you're not him. It's a it's damn good with name. A K. Oh, savage. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, 
Oh, those low class K people? Yeah, K. Lives in Pennsylvania. Spoken name with a K. Oh, God, what else does yeah. he do? Yeah, how many boxes can we check? Yes. Um, but hopefully, she doesn't listen to this because she's going to murder me. I hope um, he's not listening yeah. to this. But, uh, You're a great guy. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, all right, Eric, welcome. You just had to weave your way back to the scene, people, because we just been saying all night. I don't know how many people are here now. There's got to be like 70, 80 people in here. I think. Easy. Easy. Easy, yeah. I think when Monica was on, she said we had 55 people here. And they just, like, every time I look up for a new person, yeah. there's more. Yep. So tell us, tell the people here that were listening to this episode um, what you do. So I do personal training and nutrition. Uh, I am the guy that will let you still eat chicken wings and drink beer and can still get you to drop weight. Okay. Yeah. How, how? So it's kind of like finance where if you make more than you earn, you save money. Okay. If you spend more than you earn, you lose money. It's the same thing. If you eat more than you burn, you gain weight. If you if you burn more than you eat, you lose weight. So I just play with that with you. I find out what you like, what you don't like, what your lifestyle is, how we can work it, and then I make a plan that works for you. Yeah. So you have to like get you really have to get into like the nitty-gritty of like their diets and all that kind of stuff too. Their diets and their lives. Right. I need to know what your work schedule's like. I need do you have kids, all this all that stuff. Yeah. All that matters. Hey. Yeah, because I mean I could say, well you have to eat six meals a day, but if you work a corporate job, that's not gonna happen. No. You're gonna I mean, eat six meals a day, so my You can't. Yeah. You can't. And so that's nonsense. So I have to find out about your life. Yeah. I, do you have like now this is because I may give myself away that I may not be the most active gym member at retro fitness. But no free ads, retro fitness, I need money for that one. But um, is there like a types of workouts that you do? Are you like a CrossFit guy? Are you a so Olympic I, lift guy? Are you a running guy? Is it an all-encompassing type thing? I am a guy who gives you whatever you need to actually do what you want. Okay. So if you're trying to tell me you want to build muscle, we're not going to do a bunch of gymnastic stuff. Gotcha. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not efficient. Right. If you want to get stronger, well, we're not going to do a bunch of like running because that's not going to make you stronger. Right. Make you faster, maybe. Yeah, it'll be, it, you'll be have better endurance, yeah. but you won't be strong. Right. So it, it all depends on you. Exactly. I mean, it's like it, it's it, the secret lies within. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're trying to go somewhere. Yeah, the secret lies within. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's good. I mean, it's like if I if you ask me, well, how do I get there? Okay, well, where is there? Yeah. And then where are you? Yeah. So if I have no, if I know those two things, I can help you. Right. But if you just give me vague things like I want to be fit. Yeah. That's like saying I want to make money. Right. How? How? Get how job. much money? Yeah, right. How much money? <laughs> In how long? Yeah. Like, right. you got to give me more than that. Yeah, exactly. No, that's well, that's well said. You know, that's, a, that's a good finance. I think it's a good analogy. You just did a couple of analogies right there. Yeah. It's phenomenal. So, um, talk to me about, uh, I just lost my train of thought, so I'm going to keep talking. Go for it. Until I, until I find it again. Oh, what are the types of clients that you generally work with? So most of my clients are either people around our age, so like late 20s to 50, so professionals who either have kids or not, and then athletes. So it's usually one of those two. What about like former athletes? I used to play college baseball. A lot of them. It doesn't look like I play college baseball anymore. A lot of the general population people are former athletes. I know. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, you count. 
in that. But I think it's like one of those things where like after my playing career was over, I'm not trying to make this about me, but I think I'm a good example. Like I was just so used to like doing our team workouts, doing practice, pitching, doing all that kind of stuff. And then once it all kind of stopped, I like, first off, a couple years after I graduated, I was like 250 and like just drinking and I was drinking beer and eating chicken wings but not going to Eric Anderson. It was just ballooning. Yeah. And then I got home, my mom was like, oh, hell no. And then put me on like a diet and the whole thing. We lost a lot of weight. We gained some of it back. Depends who you ask how much I gained back. But, um, but yeah, I think that that's like a big thing. Like after you're done playing, your whole lifestyle shifts. And then yeah. it's easy to be like, at the end of the day, just say like, well, I'm too tired from work. I'm not going to work out. I'm not getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym. Yeah, I know. It's a pain, right? Yeah. I mean, I try to get people in the morning because that's when you're fresh. Because like you said, as soon as you get out of work, you're like, oh, I want to go have a beer. I don't want to go to the gym. I'm tired. It's like, do it in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, you know this from business because you always do the thing that's kind of the most intensive yeah. earlier on. Right. Because that's when you have energy. It's like the, you eat the live frog. That's like the worst thing you got to do that day. Yeah. You do it first thing for the rest of your day's gravy. Exactly. Yeah. Because you only have so much willpower throughout the day. Yeah. And as the day goes on, it gets depleted. Yeah. So that's why you working out in the beginning of the day is better. Right. Generally. And I think because the, there, there is no video. I know that I put my camera over here, but there is no video. So you're literally a fitness guy drinking a beer, doing a podcast with me. Yeah. Which I think is just your MO. Yeah. I think it's phenomenal. I mean, it's phenomenal. I mean you got to live, man. You got to live. That's what I think. Yeah. I agree. We're running out of time. But, uh, all right, so talk to us real quick. I think we went over your particular time, but I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Anyone else can go. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. They'll live. But uh, talk to us about the group and why you keep coming back to this particular group. So, this group, I got into this group because I was on a kickball team with a couple other people, and they told me about it, and so I showed, you know, I showed up. And everybody here is great. Yeah. I mean, all the people, really down to earth, they help you out. I've gotten a couple of referrals. I've gotten a couple of clients from this group. I mean, everybody's here is great. Yeah. yeah. And they make it so pleasant to come back. That's true. It's, like it's kind of like a little family. I'm excited to come back to yeah, exactly. Yeah. I look forward to this. Right. This one's a little bit overwhelming, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's a big open thing, so... Yeah, right. Every man for himself out here. So, alright, Eric Anderson, thank you so much for coming on with us on the Morning Spotlight. Pleasure. We appreciate it. Now, get back in there and go find some, you know, people that need your services. Hell yeah. Maybe I'm one. I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll find out soon enough, Yeah, right? we'll find out soon enough. Beers and Referrals Networking Palooza is sponsored by Beers and Referrals, a northern New Jersey-based professional networking group composed of a healthy mix of business owners and business professionals who are not only awesome at what they do, but know how to have fun at the same time. They meet twice a month, do not charge membership dues, and are always looking for new members. Check them out on LinkedIn and Facebook. That's Beers and Referrals. Now let's get back to the show. Sorry to interrupt your conversation, oh, no, but I had okay. Eric go get you. I, I knew that you knew what your time was, and we're already I'm already five minutes late, but I saw you kind of like stuck in between like the table. Um, I couldn't really like maneuver your way out, so yeah. I wanted to, you know. Thank you, I appreciate that. Of course, of course. So, Dana Reynolds, the Holder Group, mainstay of the Beers and Referrals larger group. Uh -huh. So tell us what it is that you do at the Holder Group, and what the Holder Group is. Yeah, so uh, the Holder Group is a commercial 
Council General Contractor and Construction Manager, um, and we do any type of interior renovation. Uh, so an industrial, corporate office space, manufacturing, retail, um, and healthcare. And then I do uh, business development for the firm. Awesome. So like, uh, you mentioned some of the clients that you work with, so are like types of uh, projects that you guys work on. So who are you generally, like, you're at this big event, we've commented on how big the event is, and how I did not expect that yeah. this was going to be like this. A lot of people. I mean, are you kidding? Yeah. But, um, so like, who in this sea of people would you be looking to try to go meet? Yeah, so I'm typically, you know, trying to meet developers, property managers, project managers, uh, but I also have the philosophy that you really never know who could be a great connection for you. You're just looking to build relationships, get to know people, uh, and then hopefully at some point, you know, down the line, uh, they'll think of us on a project. So. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my MO, too. I, yeah. I just try to meet as many people as possible. Yep. And then you never know, you never know like when that next deal is going to come or where the next deal is going to come from. Exactly. So how has it been working in the construction industry and over the last like year and a half? It's kind of been crazy, right? Yeah, so you know, a lot of times you would think that the construction projects would have stalled, but for us it's been extremely busy, especially in industrial. Uh, it hasn't stopped. Um, we really actually had to hire more people in terms of project managers and estimators. Uh, so it's, it's been good. It's been a busy year. Um, it's been a challenging year for sure, having to adapt to you know handling the pandemic and figuring out how to get out and network in that way. But um, it's been a good year. Yeah, right. Just crazy too, because like like with the uh, like shortages on materials and like all that kind of stuff, that, like one would think that that would slow down projects, right? Because like why would anybody pay you know a ton of money for a lumber when they just wait? And then but that's not really the case. People are just being like, screw it, I'm paying for it, right? Like they're just gonna go for it. No, well, that wrong. because I'm not in on that part. Oh, okay. That's All more right. project right. manager. Um, but yeah, the materials definitely have like increased in prices and everything. Uh, but people are still, you know, trying to move forward, trying to get things ready, you know, so that they can like get back to the office or get their programs up and running. So yeah, absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about the group. So we, we commented on the event right now. Uh -huh. Obviously, the event is going bananas. Yeah. Uh, so, but you are uh, a key member of the. Group. While you're on the show, and you brought me into this group, so thank you. That's true, I did. Yeah, I totally about that. yeah, you, you, always, brought... you always brought so many people into my stuff that I did. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I can do a whole list of them, but yeah, no, I'm glad that you're a part of it. But uh, why do you keep coming back? Obviously, you come because you came the first time because I have you know, you trust me, yeah, but then I was right. But why do you keep coming back? So, it's a great group. Um, everybody is out to help other people, uh, which is awesome. You meet some really great, kind, professional people. Um, and it's been a great resource for us because it actually helped us get our small business certification. Uh, so, through a connection through this group, we were able to get small business certified, which is big for our company. And it can help us get into, you know, uh, companies that are looking to meet that requirement. Uh, and then, you know, it's just been a good group, good people to be around to network with uh, that you know are looking out for you. So Yeah, absolutely. So did you expect that there was going to be this many people at this event? No, not at all. But, you know, Greg Markowitz always has a way of bringing out the people and yeah. connecting the people. He just pulled so. a card right out of his sleeve or whatever the thing is. He's always got those 
tricks up his sleeve. And yeah. here we are. We yeah. were talking about how there was like a hundred and something people in the group LinkedIn event. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, it's going to be wind up being the same 25 people that come every week. Yeah. And then I was wrong. Yeah, there's, it's packed right now. It's packed crazy. Right now. Yeah. This is the most full I've ever seen hops in my life. Yeah. I've been here several times. Yeah. In that same place. It's awesome. It's, that's how Greg is. He's a connector of people, you know, just a great connector. So I'm not surprised that he's gotten this big of a crowd out here. Yeah. No, I think yeah. it's awesome. So, Dana, it was good to finally get you on the show. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, after knowing you for probably like a year and a half, maybe two years now. Yeah. Uh, but it's awesome to have you. I'm so glad you're part of the group, and I'm very glad that you were able to come and see us Yeah, thank you so much. Of course, of course. Great. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Dana. short, but if you want to hear more, because it is exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting stuff. We're the stuff. coolest guys of insurance. Probably. We're the coolest guys of insurance. Yeah. There you go. It's insurance. But if you want to hear more, go back and listen to the uh, to the episode, of course. Uh, but I am in commercial insurance. Uh, predominantly, I work with uh, commercial contractors, uh, people in real estate, whether it's uh, apartment buildings or condo associations. Those are the kind of accounts that I really like to work with. Yeah. Awesome. So, not really residential stuff, mostly commercial, right? Mostly commercial work, yeah. I have the capability of doing residential, but it's not really what I, I, I thrive on. I, I have a lot to offer for contractors, especially contractors who are uh, really suffering on the workers' comp side as far as claims go and, and, and costs rising on the workers' comp. That's where I could really come in with a powerful solution. Yeah. Has there been, and I don't know if we even talked about this on the episodes, this is like a, you heard it here first, has there been any, like, the impact of the last year and a half with COVID, with all that stuff, has that impacted your sphere of the real estate industry at all, or is that kind of like a separate thing that doesn't really get, uh, it's not really part of not, issues? Not really. On the real estate side, um... I mean, real estate is—it's—it's it's still there, you know. It's still going to happen, you know. People still need a place to live, uh, so nothing really was affected by that. It was a little more difficult to get in front of people because of COVID on the real estate side. However, on the commercial side, on the commercial construction side, that never stopped. There was a short period of time, maybe four to six weeks max, that it kind of slowed down. But after that. They never stopped. They never stopped working. They kept plowing through, and they were always willing to meet with me. They never had a problem. To them, it was almost as if COVID wasn't even an issue. Yeah. Because business had to continue going yeah. on. The show must go on. Right. Exactly. Say, here on the show. In the construction uh, world, exactly. It has to go on. So, uh, talk 
to us about like the types of people, like the types of you know connections that are good for someone like you. So great connections for me are accountants and sometimes lawyers. Accountants usually get me in because talk to their clients about you know costs and things of that sort and uh, bring me in as the trusted advisor for their insurance where I could save them money where I could find them coverage where I could make sure that I'm protecting their business in case of a loss and they don't have a major financial impact that's why the accountants are great the attorneys are great because they're good at scaring the crap out of their clients and when uh, when they're scared that's the best time to find insurance coverage for what they're scared about. Yeah, no, 100%. So let's talk a little bit about the group. We're talking with everybody that's here, everybody that's on the show is an intricate member of this group. So talk to us a little bit about Beers and Referrals and why this is a group that you keep coming back to. So Beers and Referrals, this was a, a group that I, really, I was really excited to join because they were already meeting even towards the end of COVID or middle of and for one thing, I already knew some of the people there, but I saw there was a bunch of young professionals with the same mindset as me. We're all growing together. We're all making the connections. And it's not even so much about whether or not they could give me business, but what I could do and provide for them. I want to come in and help them as well so that we could all grow together. So years down the road, five, 10 years from now, we could all turn around and say, you know, we all helped each other out to get to the success point that we're at. Yeah. The grow together thing to me is like the key to my entire business. That's what I've literally based excuse me, everything on. And if it works out for us, it's going to be great. Absolutely. If it doesn't, then whatever. At least we try it. Yeah, exactly. But, um, that's awesome. But we were talking quite a bit today about like how big this event is. Like it's insane. Did you expect when you walked in here, you were like, oh, I, I, I did not. I, I did, did not, not expect this. I know that there was a lot of um, RSVPs on the uh, on the LinkedIn. Yeah, we talked about the LinkedIn event. That was like 180 people. And Greg was like, I don't even know if this room can hold 180 people. I'm like, dude, don't <laughs> worry about it. We're not going to get that many. Yeah. And then, I, and then like, I've been sitting here and I've been joking about it. Every time I look up for a new guest, it's like 10 more people have joined. Yeah, I looked up, as you can see my list, I looked up a lot, and every now and then, there's just more and more people here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's really amazing. I, I did get here a little late, unfortunately. It's okay, it's okay. you're here but now. That's what I'm here now, and I walked in, and I was like, I was blown away. I'm like, oh my god, where do I start? There's yeah. so many people here. You gotta go with who you know. So you came here, talked to me, now you feel comfortable, now I'm sending you back out into the sea, and hopefully, Caitlin Child literally was just standing here two seconds ago. Send her back her. over here. That'll be great as I just talk to the people. But Chris Fiducia, again, second time on the show in a matter of weeks. Phenomenal. Phenomenal guest. The coolest guy in commercial insurance. I'll, Thank I'll you. say that. Commercial Thank insurance you. rocks. That was the name of the episode. That was the name of the episode. Play on some things about Chris Fiducia. Thank you so much. All right, man. Good to see you. If you could find Jim, Caitlin, that would be phenomenal. I'll, I'll send her right over. Thank you. Last guest of the day. She already missed her first slot, but that's okay. It's Caitlin Shala stepping up to the mic. Thomas is going to shove the camera in your face. Oh, crap. My oh, head. crap. Recording now. I don't know. Oh, I did not know. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Welcome. my cam. Hey, Caitlin. Hi. Guaranteed rain. Guaranteed rain.
So yes. uh, for the people that don't know you, yes. they need to. So let's tell the people what it is that you do. So I work at Guaranteed Rate. I am a licensed sales assistant. Um, I sell mortgages, residential mortgages, uh, local to New Jersey, but I'm licensed in all 50 states. So, well, Guaranteed Rate's licensed in all 50 states, so we can help you out. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about like, the process okay. of applying for a mortgage. Yeah. Right? That's, yeah. Like, pre approved. Yeah. So you gotta you know, actually get a mortgage, right. find a house. Talk to me about like that process and how you like what makes your approach unique to right. other people that do your job and with other companies. Yeah, no, absolutely. So the one thing that uh, we like to do at Guaranteed Rate is first of all we're all digital. You know, everybody's digital now, but we have this uh, program called Red Arrow Commitment where we can actually pre-underwrite you. So we gather all of your documents up front, and I take a look at them, but I'm not an underwriter, so my underwriter actually takes a look at them. So if you're like, oh, I want to go see this house, but my realtor told me I need a pre-approval. You pick up the phone, you give me a call, I have a quick conversation with you, are you W-2'd, you self-employed, you know, kind of just get an idea, you know, a little bit about you. And then you go to my online site, you fill everything out, I take a look at everything, I send you a link to our secure portal, you send me your W-2s, your pay subs, your bank statements, and then I put you into underwriting right away. So that when you're going to put an offer in on a house, you're actually already pre-underwritten. So you're going to be able to compete with cash buyers. If somebody has a higher down payment, you could still compete with them because you're already underwritten. There's no surprises. Like, it's not going to be like, oh, just kidding, he doesn't actually have the money. Or, oh, no, his W-2s don't match, and now there's a hiccup. We've already been completely reviewed. So we're very competitive in the area that way. Right. So we talked with Kim uh, already tonight. Yeah, we love Kim. a lot of people on this podcast in the real estate industry. Yeah. So talk to me about, like, the importance. Do people wait too long? Is there, you know, uh, to get pre-approved or try to buy a house, especially in the market as competitive as we have right now? Are there benefits to just, like, getting pre-approved so that you know that when you're actually ready, you're good? Or well, that so in the market now, if you're going to look at houses, you basically have to be ready to put an offer in that day. So you need to be pre-approved so that your realtor can submit the offer. Um, I always think it's a good idea, even prior to you going out with a realtor, of just knowing what, one, you're pre-approved for, and two, what your monthly payment's going to look like. Because on paper, you could be pre-approved for so much more, but that's not actually what you're comfortable with paying monthly. So I think it's really important just for yourself to understand what the monthly payment is. And then when you're out and about looking at houses, you have an idea of what a $500,000 house is going to look like monthly, an $800,000 house, or a $300,000 house. Because if you're on a $300,000 budget, you don't want to be looking at $800,000 houses. So, yeah. And then in this market, if you want to put an offer in, there is, it's, it's, it's like you got to do it now. You know, if you don't have your W-2s in, if you don't have your pay subs in, if I haven't reviewed everything, I can't issue that pre-approval. So, in this fast-paced uh, time, it makes sense to do it sooner rather than later. Yeah, it makes total sense because it's just, like you said, I mean, I went to the house a little while ago. Right. And that day, I mean, realtors just say whatever to get a house sold. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm in the industry, so I have some idea of what's going right. on. Right, And she was like, there's five offers in already and three are cash. Right. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. So, um, right. But yeah, no, it's... it's I, for the people listening, and I've said this in this group before, yeah. that we've worked together before. Yes. And 
some good ones and you have some not so good ones. Right. And that's one of the things that I really think is great about you and your team. Thank you. That, like, whenever we work with you, it's just like, hey, we're just yep. close and then we close. I think so, that, yeah. no hair on that. A lot of it has to do with all of the work that we do up front. We tell our borrowers what to expect. We do the flash close where borrowers actually sign the documents the night before. Um, so there's a lot of communication with our borrowers so they know what to expect. We have deadlines. We're going to hit those deadlines. Yeah. And the last thing you want is a borrower calling you like, I'm closing at noon. I still have to go to the bank. What are my numbers? And nobody wants that panic. So get it done nice, early, smooth, communicate with everybody. So, yeah. So, uh, we've done this with everybody, okay. and you will be no exception. So talk to me a little bit about the group and beers and referrals, yep. and why you keep coming back. Because everybody oh. that's been on this podcast has been somebody that is a big part of the group. They right. all the time. Right. Been to however many meetings, and right. done business with different people in the group. Yeah. So why do you keep coming back? Oh, that's an easy one. So, beers and referrals was my first networking group that I joined. I can remember walking up, not I knew one person, I knew Greg Mark. I didn't know anybody else, but I immediately felt really comfortable, and everybody was willing to talk and chat and genuinely had an interest in, like, learning about me and what I did and building that relationship. I've had one-on-ones with multiple people in the group, and they're genuine, nice one-on-ones. Like, I remember our one-on-one. Yeah. That was a year ago, yeah. you know? Yeah, not that crazy? And you, it, it is. It's yeah. wild of how long it's been. Right. But you, you get to know them personally. Um, I feel that a majority of the group is in my age group as well. We're kind of in the similar uh, parts of our career, so we're building that together, or if somebody's a little older, they, they have advice. Yeah. Like, there's just so many aspects of it, but, for, but really what it was was just the comfort that everybody was just like, we're here to network. Like, yeah. this is what we're doing. You know, some people play kickball together. I played kickball with a few of them because they needed a sub. It was just... And I've gotten referrals, and I've been able to refer out as well, which is the point of it, but just the comfort, how yeah. kind everybody is, uh, and genuine. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, literally, I don't know how many people we've had on this, I was just trying to count while you were talking. Yeah. I couldn't listen and count I'm not that talented. It's tough, that's uh, a tough, tough one. That's tough. But I wanted to listen to what you were saying, but also I was like, oh, I need to talk about it. Yeah. But every, almost every single person, I think, has said something to that effect. Right. About, like, how great just the group is. Yeah. You know, like, we're just all, like, normal people. Yeah. Like, there's no, this huge pressure to right. send leads or right. refer business or whatever. Right. Because to be honest, like, if you were a jerk, I wouldn't want to refer you business. Same, exactly. same. That's why I feel so comfortable here. Why I look right. forward to these events every other week right. or whatever it is. Yeah. Because I like the people here. Yep. You know what I mean? So I want to do business with them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's phenomenal. I think it makes business easier, too. You pick up the phone, you're like, you know, Mike, what's going on? You're like, oh, I got this. And you're like, oh, okay, great. Like, that's the conversation, yeah, exactly. you know, right. not, Mike, can you please tell me what's happening? <laughs> like, you know, like, it's just, right. you get it done. Yeah. It's no, nice. 100%. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Caitlin, I know you were supposed to go a little bit earlier. I apologize. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but we just ended with a bang. I mean, there we go. So you're our last guest of the day. Oh, well, so thank I'm you. I'm done after an hour and 45 minutes of talking Good. about it.
podcast right now that I'm still recording and I'm not going to stop. I'm not really sure what's happening. I maybe he's networking. What do you think? Kane Head High. Head High? Yeah. Thank you, Kane. I appreciate that. Alright, so that has been Morning Spotlight Podcast episode uh, at Beers Referrals Networking Palooza here at Ops in Morristown. Uh, we will make sure that we put everybody's email address that's been a part of the uh, been a part of the episode today. We'll put their contact information in the show notes. But uh, we're probably gonna put an email address in the show notes for each person. Uh, so if you do want to reach out to anybody, uh, make sure to hit them up. You can also go to themorningspotlight.com. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, or themorningspotlight at gmail.com. Uh, that would be great as well. Uh, so Spotlighters, thank you for listening. Longest episode we've ever done. Biggest episode we've ever done. Really appreciate it. And we'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Just a reminder that any views expressed in the Morning Spotlight are the views of the speaker and should not be construed to be the views of any other person, any employer, or any organization. Thank you. We'll see you next week.